Yo. What up? What up? Yeah, welcome to uh Carbon Footprint, man. What 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 episode is this? What I believe it's 17. 17. Whoop whoop. I'm getting better at remembering these uh Yeah, I completely numbers. forget now, man. <laughs> I, I can yeah. do. At some point it'll be like one episode 243. <laughs> at what point do we just stop numbering them and we just start like, oh, we're on this week's episode. This week's, that's it. Yeah, that should be funny, man. All right, so for those of you who don't know who we are, I'm Sean and he's Juan. And um, we get together once a week, um, have a couple of drinks, and talk about anything under the sun that's going on. Um, try to focus on things that have made some kind of impact. And so with that, what are we drinking today? Yeah, man, we got this. Uh, it's, it's a little take on a gin and tonic. Using this uh, Empress gin. It's a, it's a cool little, uh, like, like, purple, lavender. I don't even know what color to call that. It's gin. fruity. It's a, it's a little fruity gin. And then uh, Fever Tree tonic, some St. Germain in there, and, and uh, um, rosemary because I'm bougie. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, man, the first time I had this is, is you put me onto this and... I, I was thinking, like, why is he putting rosemary in it? <laughs> but the but the smell, like, right when he changes it. the drink, it does it. Ch- it changes it, and and I'm hooked now. So this lime is- juice in it too. I'm telling you, try that. You guys will never have a gin and tonic like plain again, dude. The the lime juice, and you don't have to necessarily use the Empress gin, but the lime juice, the Saint Germain with the rosemary, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, man, yeah, no, it's it's really good. It's fire, man. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, man, obviously the big story this week, man, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, completely unexpected. Um, obviously passed on Friday after a four-year battle with colon cancer. Colon cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the guy was only, what, what was he, 43 years 43, old? 43, man. Man, you know, I, I, always, I look at that and I, and, and I, you know, I'm 46. And I, and I go like, Man, like tomorrow's not promised. No, man. You know, and 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 this guy, um, he seemed to have at least been very socially conscious. Um, at, at least with his movie roles, I, I don't know what I don't know what um, what social activism things that he had going on the side. Perhaps he did. Um, I do know that he was uh, a, a hero, right? To a lot yeah. of, especially playing the playing the Black Panther. Yeah. Um, the first time for a lot of African-American kids to, to see, like, an African-American hero. Yeah. Right? Um, Representation matters, man. It, it really does. Yeah. And I know we talked about this um, several episodes ago where you were saying that when, like, when your son saw the Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was ecstatic because it looked like him. Right. I think, you know, it's funny, man. I, I get from people all the time who go like, I don't understand why um, we have to make things about race all the time. I go, that in itself is a privilege. The fact that you've never had to consider that means that you're not being left out it's of it. It's never mattered. It's, it's never mattered, right? Like representation matters. And Chadwick Boseman was representation to a group of kids who had never seen a hero that looked like them. Right. Or at least not. You know, there's obviously a lot of uh, comic book superheroes that are black, um, but they never got their feature film and weren't no, as, not on the at big the screen. forefront, not on the big screen like right. this was. You know what's crazy, man? One of my, obviously with this thing, I spent a lot of time like reading all these tributes to him and all this stuff. And one of the coolest um, things, I, I don't even know if coolest is the right word, but um, one of the ones that kind of stuck with me was uh, Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, who was talking about how 
you know, obviously Chadwick had uh, he pushed and he had a lot of say in how he wanted the Black Panther represented. Like he wanted him to have the accent. He's like, no, he has to have the African accent um, because originally I guess he was just going to talk American. He goes like and there was reasons why he wanted because he wanted the representation of the culture. And he goes like, no, I want it to be as authentic. Um, and then Ryan Coogler had some crazy stories about how when they're filming, he goes on the toughest, crappiest, like just awful days he goes he would look at me and like and he would be laughing and i would go what are you laughing at he goes this is gonna be so big and ryan coogler said that he looked at him like what do you mean he goes like this is this is lord of the rings this is uh this is star wars but for us and ryan coogler said at the time i just kind of i nodded my head and went yeah like he he went i disagree it didn't make sense to him he said he disagreed he goes i made the film and everything about that felt like I don't know if I'm doing this right. I don't know if it's going to thing. And he and he goes throughout the whole thing. He kept telling me, we're going to change it for our people. And then and he goes and I didn't. And he goes, it's almost like he had this ability to look forward and know that you're. I'm not just playing a comic book character. This is going to be something that means something to my people. And to watch that come to fruition, man, was cool. Because Ryan Coogler goes like, I would have never imagined that. Not at all. He goes like, I didn't even think I was making the movie the right way. I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first time. You know, Ryan Coogler has done Creed and he's done a couple of other movies. He had never been handed a big budget blockbuster like that. And he goes, and the way Chadwick kind of carried himself, he even tells a crazy story about how Chadwick would go to the to the um, auditions for the supporting roles, like the lower level roles. He goes, I've never seen an A-list actor go because he goes, he wanted to see how he would do with the people who were on the movie. He went, And he goes like, and he would go in there and he would put them through the ringer and he would have fun with them. And he goes, I've just never seen a guy who was a leading guy show up to the auditions for the supporting actors. Like he's like, it just didn't. That's awesome. It was the strangest thing. Yeah. But no, he, um, it's funny that you bring that up because he, um, so, you know, he graduated from Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his teachers was actually uh, Felicia Rashad, which is like oh, wow. Claire Huxtable yeah. from like, the Cosby Show. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, and, and so she actually got with some of her sort of actor friends and, and got him um, spons- get, got a sponsorship for him to go to, I think, to London to, to oh, attend. The Theater yeah, thing. Yeah. To, to attend like a, like, like almost like a director school. Um, and then he came back here and he did the same thing. Um, one of his first roles was in the soap opera All My Children which has been, <laughs> which really? has been around like oh, that, forever right it's still on right yeah it is Jeez. still on matter of fact I was going through the channels the other day like during lunchtime and I'm going like this thing is still on yeah you stay at home moms are keeping <laughs> it running bro shout out to y'all man and all my children holy <laughs> but the funny part about it was that so he got this role and and I guess after playing it maybe a time or two he goes to the director and was like Yo, this this role is very like stereotypical. Like you guys shouldn't do that. We should do it this way. And they were like, No, no, we're not gonna do that. And he goes, All right, like I'm out. And he quit. Go and then ahead. and then ironically, they replace him with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> 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 but it wasn't until like it was like ten years later, man, was when he got his first leading role, which was in um The Forty Two. The Forty Two, the Jackie Robinson movie. So again, his Looking at his, you know, he he did that one. He did the movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it was the one that he played. Uh, James Brown. James Brown. Yeah, yeah. The yep. um, what was that one called? It's not coming on up. It's like what's James Brown's song? It's named after a James Brown song. Get, get on up. Get on up. There you go. There you go. I said coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong song. Yeah. So he did. I mean, he did that one. Obviously, the forty two. Um, he he did another movie where he where he played uh, Thurgood Marshall, which yeah. is like the first black Marshall uh, um, Supreme Court justice, right? Um, and then, of course, doing the doing the Black Panther, right? So he was, and, and and as the story you just told of him, like it needs to be authentic, and you know, so he seemed to be conscious about 
about the roles that, that that he was playing. Yeah, like he knew it was more than um than like this comic book character or this. Yeah, I, man, I you know like the roles you just mentioned. I think of like Forty Two and said Thurgood Marshall and James Brown, and you go the pressure that comes with wanting to put those people on screen. Like it's different when. Even the Black Panther is a little different, right? Because you go, it's a comic book character. I'm going to get shit from the comic book crowd who's never happy about any comic book movie anyway, right? Because they're, they're going to find little things to nitpick. But when you have to play someone who was a real life guy, right? And you're going to have to, you know, his family's watching. His, I, I go, the pressure that comes with that, especially people who were like, who paved the road, you know, someone like a Jackie Robinson, or Thurgood, like I, the pressure that comes with that. And then it's hard enough to do that once, but to accept those roles over and over and over again and just crushes them. Yeah every single time and he doesn't even like he's not even the same guy you know there's actors who are like the same it's guy the same in guy, every yeah. movie Nick- Nicolas Cage yeah yeah and they're all good <laughs> <laughs> but he does them and he's so believable and there's this like I don't know man there's something about the way he owns a room that we talk about all the time that when he's on screen you're just like uh, that guy like he just takes over a scene man yeah. and, and and even you know it was cool to see all the people come out and and say as much and talk about it and and obviously and it was even crazier to see you know, like people who just had no idea and man i just kept thinking about this guy got the best news and was having the best years of his life at the same time that he was having his worst ones like yeah. got the worst news of his life around the same time that like black panther the Black Panther role comes to him and all that stuff. And I go, man, to juggle that, to to not be down on himself and pity himself and still be out there. And who knows, behind the scenes, I'm sure he had some tough days. I'm sure his wife probably, you know, like they had some crazy moments. But to just be out there and and realize like, all right, I'm just going to live my life to the fullest and do all these things. and, yeah, and Until it's over. Until it's over. Yeah, literally wrote it out. I, you, I, I almost, like thinking on it, man, I, I wonder if this COVID thing was one of the best things that could have happened for the last few years or for you few months of his life, I guess, depending on how he looks at it, because it gave him the peace to not have to hide from the spotlight, right? Like he's indoors right now. Nobody was wondering where he's at, right? Right. And you then you get to spend those moments with your family that I'm sure he would have wanted to spend? Or do you go, man, I would have really liked to just work till the end. I, I don't know. Because they saying he was lined up for all these movies that he was either just finished shooting, yeah. was in line to shoot, obviously Black Panther 2. So, yeah, man, I just, I, I couldn't believe that someone, I think about if I got that kind of news, man, and I'd be, I don't know how I would handle that, man. Like, it's just crazy, man, to, to, have, to be that kind of person who just goes... I don't want the pity party. I don't, I don't even, like, no one knew, which yeah. is crazy. I remember, I mean, he, I know he was also doing um, stuff like he would visit hospitals to see, like, other cancer see patients, other like, like kids, right? Um, and so he was doing that for other people. And meanwhile, you know, fighting this 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 battle privately, yeah. at, at least out of the public eye. I'm sure, you know, obviously his family, his family, I'm sure, knew about it and his, and his wife knew about it. Um, but man it's just you can we, we could all take something from that and, and it's like you know what if it doesn't really matter you don't know how much time you have on this earth and so use your time to the fullest like no matter what yeah because he i you know i'd be really curious to see if he kept some kind of memoir or something that will come out later because i would love to hear just his thoughts while this is going on because you figure at some point in time he knew he was gonna die Right, like at some point, a year. You or figure two, one, once you reach stage four, like it's that's that's it. That's it. Yeah. So you figure at some point in time you go, all right, I'm gonna die. And they, you figure they gave him some kind of timeline. Right. 
And at that point, you make a decision on how you want to live your life, man. I just think about the bitterness that I would have or maybe not. Maybe I just go all out because I go, I'm going to die. Let me go do everything and anything I can. And maybe that's the approach he took. But you know what, dude? And that and that right there, what you just said is the point. And it's really the point for all of us. We're all going to die. Yeah. Right. And just you just don't know when. And so does it. and, And I wonder, does it help to know when? Or or not, right? Does it give you more of a sense of urgency? Like you get you hear those stories about people that when they know that they're gonna die and they go, Oh shit, I gotta go complete my bucket list. Right? So so then you go and you say you just quit your job, take all your cash, right? And just go and say, I'm gonna go and do these things before I pass. Whereas when you don't know, you so you you play defense rather than being on offense. And then and then if you die untimely then it's like, shit, I didn't get to do you that. Didn't maximize. Right? So who, like... It, yeah, like if you it, had a timer, right, and you knew the exact day you were going to die, like if we all did, I, we'd all live every day differently. Yeah. Right? Like if it, if it went like, oh, June, blah, 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 this year, you're going to die. And then every day that goes by, you're like, fuck, I'm closer to that date. I'm closer to that date. Like, they would we def- would most would definitely, definitely make better. There would definitely come a point, right? And maybe, maybe if it's years away you would probably still waste time but there would definitely come a point where you go holy crap i ha- i only have x amount of time left whatever that and that for everybody that would be different right but then like you said you would start to live your life differently i think so man and i think every morning you would wake up and you would go you know like there's that whole cliche like if you were gonna die today would you do what you're about to go do i think if you literally knew when you were gonna die it might completely change that because it's a different perspective yeah you know what the other thing that i kept thinking about uh, i read this quote that somebody said love your people out loud um, and, and it kind of stuck with me because it's so true, man. And we saw it with Kobe and, you know, we're seeing it with him where, um, the outpouring of like cool stories of like, yo, I love this guy of this and that. And you just go, we're so bad about doing that when people are alive. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things that I loved about, have you ever heard the song will from Joyner Lucas? I have not Listen to So the song will from Joyner Lucas is literally an homage to Will Smith and about how he like Will Smith is his hero. And he makes a whole song in a music video about Will Smith. And the way he rhymes, it's a clever, it's an awesome song, actually. And Jonah Lucas, to me, is one of the best dudes out right now. But, it, like, it's such a great song. And then Will, it's cool because there's a reaction video to Will listening to it for the first time and clearly being flattered. And then Will remixes it. Oh, and basically, cool. like, responds to it. But it's so cool because you go, Joyner had a chance to tell the guy that he looked up to while he was still around to go, hey, man, this is what you did for me. And it was all things like... I mean, it was everything from obviously his career and the fame, but then to like his family and all like all this stuff that he just said, man, like we looked to you and, and like just saw that you were a guy who made it like and, and did it your way. And then you did all this stuff like you lived the American dream type thing. But it's a great song. And and it just, you know, I, I, we keep seeing these things and we keep seeing these um these tributes and you just go. And I saw that quote. It said, like, love your people out loud. And you're just like, that's so true, man. Like, like we don't tell people enough when they're here. Like, damn, we respect you. Like, I'm sure Chadwick, I mean, I've never seen a bad movie of his, right? So, I, and I think we all probably amongst like, man, you seen that movie? Oh, man, he does good. But I don't know that even his peers would come out as much at the time and go, man, this guy's just a phenomenal, talented actor. Yeah. You know, one of the all-time greats, clearly. Um, what do you think? And obviously, this is too early. Um, so, it almost feels shitty to even have this discussion. But... I have my own thoughts. I want to see what you thought of. What do you think happens or should happen to that role? Hmm. That's a good one, man. You know what? I, I thought my, my, and I actually had, actually had thoughts on this. Um, they shouldn't have killed off Michael B. Jordan in that first one. 
Mm. because you could play off the story and have something sort of happen to him and then have have the bad sort of the bad seed kind of rise up and become the good seed and become the black Panther. become you could still do that some kind of story writing i'm sure true 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 and that that was actually my my, my first thought um i wouldn't want to see you know like i think that my i think my first thought was you can't do anything but then I thought that I was like, no, nah, you know what? If you ask the person that passed, no one would ever say, you know what? Let this role die with me. You know, I don't think that he would want that for the role. You go like, this is a very important role. I saw what kind of impact it had on on a on a group of people. Why should that die with me? That should live on. Let somebody else take that torch. That's almost the exact same sentiment I had. I, I Initially, I think the first thing is like, you can't replace him, right? Like kill the character off. And I thought, right. yeah, maybe you you do some kind of passing of the torch where someone new is the Black Panther, right? I even saw something about the the, the, the sister playing Black Panther or White Tiger or whatever, you know, in the comic book. But, and they thought of- the sister? Is she the, 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 the smart- The like, smart one who one? does all his like yeah. here. They thought of, what if you made her like yeah, some she's kind awesome. of character? Yeah, she was fun. She's good. And I, she, she's likable, right? In the movie and stuff. So you go like, oh, that'd be fun. And I just kept thinking, um, you you have to replace him. You have to like recast the Black Panther because I think I'd like to think that Chadwick would go. The Black Panther isn't mine. Right, he belongs to the people. The people. Yep. And and, and to your point, he saw what it did for people, for kids, for the representation of the culture. And you wouldn't want the 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 thing that started that movement to die. Why? So when people kept saying, "Well, just have his the sister replace," I go, "No, why not have another one? Like so that she can do for young black girls what he did for young black boys." And you can. Why, why does it have to be either or? Why can't it be both? Right. You know why can't it? Um, you know, I think the role as as sensitive as that would be, I think he would want to be recast and make sure that that character lives on. Absolutely. Um, for generations of kids to keep seeing that and going, yeah, that's that's Black Panther. That's my thing. I, and I, yeah, I don't want to harp on on this too long, but I will say, there are two moments in theaters that I've ever been in a movie theater that gave me chills, goosebumps. That like I, I felt like I was at a sports game, and cheered. And both of them involved Chadwick Boseman, and both of them were Black Panther related. The first time was when he makes his first appearance in Civil War, and you don't know it's coming, and he zips by, you know, in that chase scene. And I remember the movie theater just like, oh, like everyone just erupted. Like not one person kept shot. Like even I was like, I mean, it felt like someone just hit a game winner. Right. Like it was insane. And then in Endgame, when when Captain America is fighting Thanos at the end, and he's just getting the shit kicked out of him. And then the portal opens and the first person out of the portal is Black Panther. Yeah. I remember watching that in the theater and literally the entire sold out theater. Both arms go up. Both arms go yes. up and yes. everyone is screaming <laughs> and clapping. And you can hear people literally like sobbing. And I had chills. And even talking about it, I get chills. I go, I've never been in a movie theater where people experience that much joy. And it was crazy because when this happened to him, I went... That's only happened to me twice in a movie theater where you looked around and you went, wow, this is the experience that you hope to get from watching a movie. And both of them involved him. Like it was like, it's insane. And I've seen um, online people have actually posted videos of like the reactions. I think even the Russo brothers might have like a video they took at a screening um, of the crowd reaction. And at that same scene, everyone loses their shit when when you know. And I'm like, it's crazy because it, it wasn't just the fact that Black Panther came through. Obviously, it's the whole story and the Avengers are right. are, are kind of coming back together, but. I just I couldn't help but realize that the that the experience that I had that you should get at a movie, which is like that, like oh my god, that togetherness, that like what you go for, both involved him. Yeah, uh, it was just nuts. Nah, that, that that's cool, man. So 
Hey, rest in power, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, Wakanda forever. Which, you know. Dude. So, <laughs> you see, I'm sure, like me, you saw all the... Um, the the posts and the and the tweets and the thing and I try not to. I saw so many of them, right? And so many were good. And a lot of people hashtagged just like Wakanda forever. Yeah. Russell Wilson, this corny dude, man. He the, his, co- the quarterback. Yes, the quarterback, man. The most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Listen, he puts just Wakanda forever as his like. It's like the most like you didn't fucking think of anything. It's the most deadline shit of all time. Like he's got to be the corniest. Like guy ever made like he just puts I I was livid when I saw it I don't know why but this also a few weeks ago he did that stupid thing where he gives himself a nickname and I can't even remember what it was but it was like old reliable or some dumb shit like I'm that. assuming you follow him Russell no I How'd don't you see it I don't either someone retweets it or whatever like okay. it shows up somewhere maybe and on, he maybe on ESPN has the corniest shit in the world I'm like this fucking guy man like he's got I bet you he's that dude on like the team airplane when everybody's playing cards and he's like guys I brought Pictionary. <laughs> You guys want <laughs> fucking hate? <laughs> That's all. I, and when I saw the Wakanda Forever, I'm like, really, dude? It's the most dad fucking thing to do. Oh, anyway, <laughs> it's a tribute, man. He's so corny, man. I, you know how pissed off Sierra has to be, bro. She went from like rappers and NBA players to like missionary and fucking playing. <laughs> I, I don't even know Hungry Hungry Hippos are missionary. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> like, Russell Wilson's got to be the corniest. Is he the corniest, like, pro athlete of all time, bro? He's got to be. I don't know, man. The guy's, He's so fucking corny. Listen, I try not to. You know, like, the whole... I try to follow the whole, like, Charles Barkley thing. Like, I'm not a role model, right? I don't look to these guys to, to, to... I don't look for them to be funny. I don't look for them to be witty. I don't look for them to be philanthropic. I just want to see good ball. And that guy provides that. I, I want to be entertained, though. And if you're an athlete and you're on social media, I expect you to entertain me off social media. And I feel like I'm reading fucking uh, Danny Tanner's Twitter. If he, <laughs> he's so damn corny. He's overrated, too. Stop it. He's overrated. We'll talk about that some other time. All right. <laughs> on another note, man, um, the, the, the NCAA, the college basketball world, um, lost uh, Mr. John Thompson as, as well this week. Actually, yesterday, right? I think it was yesterday. Guy passed. Um, for those of you who don't know, we record on Mondays. So um, he passed yesterday, 78 years old. Um, very iconic um, coach for the, you know, on college basketball level. Um, was was very involved in his players. His players actually had like a 97% graduation. Yeah. You want to talk about raising men? That's raising what you men. Raise men. Right. Raise men. Yeah. And and you know he coached guys like like Iverson, um, Patrick Ewing, um, Alonzo Mourning. Um, who else? There was. Uh, There's a lot of. Um, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a few. Like the, I know those three were like the really big names. Big. Oh, uh, Matumbo. Matumbo came, came out. Okay, of, yeah, that's what I was Yeah, yep. he came out of came out of Georgetown. Georgetown also. So you know, like raise you know, raise some 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 Hall of Famers, um, but like you said, really raise raise men. Um I, I know in Alan Iverson's speech, his Hall of Fame speech, I remember he was like in tears, sort of thanking him for saving his life. But but um they well, had Iverson a, lost all of his scholarships, right? And yeah. he was the only one I, I think Iverson's went, mom jail, begged him. Right? Yeah, he he had some incident in high yes. school, went to jail, and I guess Iverson's mom begged John Thompson, like you have to take him, like Go give, give him a chance. Give him a chance. And he did. And it worked out. I mean, it worked out. Um, um, you know, however you may feel about Allen Iverson, he's not dead. 
didn't end up in jail. Did you know? Like yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. No, I, I, I greatest so. player under six one that ever lived. Probably, I mean, arguably. Yeah, but yeah, you throw I mean, Dame in there. I mean, I know it says Dame six three. No. He's not six three, but <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing platforms. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got the moon bounce. No, nah, man, but 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 yeah. rest rest in peace to to, to John Thompson. Um, staying with that, man. Let's get into the NBA. Dude. Um NBA had a had a had a tough week. Yeah, well, fantastic games, but then obviously with the protests, um, it kind of put a halt to that. And at one minute, we didn't think we were going to have a season. Um, I, I rem- you know, well, like hold I- on, Let, let's get into that too, man. I mean, the shooting of of Jacob Blake. Yeah, obviously that that's what kind of kicked everything off. Um, obviously, you know, I think everybody would have their initial reactions to to watching that video of him walking around his vehicle, basically walking away from the cops, trying to get into his vehicle. Cop sort of grabs his T-shirt and then fires seven shots into his back. Um, you know, those of us not knowing of what, what occurred before that, um, I did. And I was glad we did touch on this last week because I, I wanted to sort of let it, let some more details come out. Yeah. And so I did read about, I read several um several publications on 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 you know the different sides of it and the the police are saying that they said that he was resisting arrest they they claim that they tased him they claim that he had one of the one of the police officers in the headlock and then escaped from them and and you know and then walked away they have a different tape Bro, I, so so here's my None thing, of that is and, on I, the tape. and I go and and so I I've seen the two tapes, right? There's one that kind of just shows him walking around and then getting shot. Then there was one beforehand that it's really it's it's bad it's bad clip, right? Um, but my thought was I was like, man, if you if you were wrestling with him and you got and he tased him, why would he be walking away so nonchalantly yeah. around the car to get inside the car? Now, I think he had a knife inside the car. Inside. And, but there's, and what, five officers there? There was the, In the video I saw, I only saw two. No, no, but there's, so there's two that go to him. But when he starts walking around in the vehicle, there's like two or three other cops there. Like, see, they're all I in a group talking. Okay, I didn't, I, I didn't see that. So, if you're telling me between four or five cops... You couldn't apprehend one, one dude. Guy. Right. Then you need to I'm go saying. back to the academy, bro. Like I'm one sorry, guy, dude. and then I also, and then I also go. Okay, let's just say all of that happened, right? And I'm not saying that what he did was right. Seven shots, for real? Like, yeah, you, like you couldn't, you couldn't subdue him with one mace, two, I don't know. mace, a nightstick. Did somebody have a better stun gun with bat with new batteries in it or something? You need some Duracell? Yeah, you like, can't. I don't know. Like what? Dude, that it was it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Man. And 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 you know, I I hear the other side too where the, where the other side's going, "Hey, like this guy we had like a warrant for his arrest and 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 like he wasn't a good guy." And I'm not even saying Doesn't matter, dude. Right. Yeah. I'm not even I'm not even saying that 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 those of you who who believe that, like I'm not even saying that you're wrong. What I will say is it doesn't really matter. Even the worst guy deserves his day in court. And the police officers are not there to be judge and executioner. That's why I'm, and we've talked a little bit about this before off air. I I think it needed to be people like George Floyd and like Jacob Blake who had a record who weren't quote unquote the best humans, uh, you know, allegedly 
um, because if it happens to someone who's 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 clean cut, right? Who's like a I don't know some some guy with a white collar job, right? You, I think you find ways to justify that, or it makes the defense easier. I think when it happens to guys like that, and you go no, because if it was the other side, due process would have been served, right? You would have you would have treated him humanely. You would have listen. We took the Boston bomber in without killing him after he killed how many people? Injured how many? We took him in the jail. Great, great point. Right, like we the 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 uh, fucking kid who shot. I can't even think of his name, but the, the is it? Um, it doesn't even matter, man. The guy who shot up the church and they took him to McDonald's to a drive-through and they did that stuff. Like you took that guy, like cleanly, right? Nothing, no no shots fired. You didn't, you know, like and I've never heard people say like, oh, he's a piece of shit. You know, like it's just, it's so clearly obvious that that the the color of the skin dictates what the it next just, move is going to be it matters it matters it yeah. matters to, to 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 someone and maybe it's lack of of it's maybe it's ignorance right i don't know black people i don't have black friends i don't have like it, you know what it, it's it's like in a world man i've grown up in a world where we've idolized black people our entire lives right like every good every good artist musically every good athlete every good movie star every good they're all black like i i, I like in a world where we idolize so many black like uh, artists, a- a- and even in business now, like you go, how is it that there's still this stigma, this fear? And the only thing I can think of is these are clearly guys who aren't exposed, like who don't have experience with black. Like you must not. Or I think we talked about this before, man. Whereas I don't, I don't think that you're, you're clearly not putting people, or you're not putting police officers that understand the culture in those neighborhoods to deal with to deal with people that you know how to deal with yeah they, they just they just it's just a oh man i mean it's not a i don't want to say i don't want to call it a misunderstanding because it's much more than that yeah it's, it's at this point yeah it's not a misunderstanding anymore man it's no like, it's just it's it's like man like I, I, training like that's not even it doesn't even cut it it's like you really need to take a look at your police force and and, and go okay we're gonna put the people that know that sort of know these people. Think about if you were a police officer in your neighborhood, where like, like where you grew up, you would know, not only would you know the people, right? But you would know the culture of the neighborhood and how better to deal with those folks. Yeah. Um, but when you come from, when, when, you, when you're policing an area of, of where you're sort of going in and, and maybe the other side too, right? You and Party looked at as the enemy. And so then you walk in there and you, and you think that they're the enemy. And man, he just, uh, it's, it's just, it's just ending really badly. It's right bad, now, man. man. And that's why I thought, uh, so when, when the NBA players, obviously they went on strike, right. And they said, we're going to boycott playing basketball. And which I felt was the right move at the time. I think what I thought immediately was, okay, but now what? Like you have this, we're watching. So what are you going to do with this platform? And then they talked about quitting and you go, obviously selfishly, I want to watch basketball. Right. But then the other part of me goes, are you just going to go home? Like, what do you, now you lose this platform. So what's the point of that? And I'm glad that they, it, they, they, they sought some counsel from some, some smart people from Barack. Uh, I, I heard they talked a lot to like Doc Rivers. They talked a lot to Michael Jordan. They talked a lot. And then it became a, like, you know, let's use this platform and let's ask for like tangible things. Right. Because, you know, you can't change what's in people's hearts. Like, I, you know, I think I've come to accept that. We, we obviously talk about uh, race here a lot the last few months. I wish we didn't have to, but 
you can't change how people feel, right? So no matter what you do, no matter what you boycott, no matter, because it's been proven the most racist of the racists will cheer for you on the field. They just don't want you to live the same way that you do off the field, right? So like, and you're never going to change those people. You're just not. You may convert a few here and there who may admit to ignorance, but you're just never going to change that. So then what do you ask for that's tangible if you're going to boycott something, right? And, and I saw a lot of people go, well, what does that do? These whiny millionaires and da 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 and all this shit. And I go, it does a lot. The owners are white, powerful billionaires who have a lot of control in Washington, right? You have a company in ESPN, in Turner, and ABC, who in Disney, who are all invested in these playoffs, who have a lot of influence and power, and you force their hand to use that power and influence to pass things that matter. And um, I think you had a list of the things that they actually asked for, right? They did yeah, come yeah, up with yeah, a list they, of things. Remember the they, list? Because I thought the same thing, man. I was like, because my initial like emotional reaction was, yeah, like don't play. But then again, taking a step back and going, okay, so then you don't play, you take your ball and go home, and then what? Then you're Kaepernick, right? And 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 Kaepernick did it peacefully, right? And we ignored him. So then, if you're these guys, you go. All right, I'm not going to change your mind. If you're a racist person, you're not going to look at LeBron and go, "Oh, I feel so bad. He's not going to play ball today. Let me not hate black people." Right? You're the only thing you can do then is force change in the system, right? That oppresses black people. Yep, and so, brown people. So, so like I said, they did. They talked to some folks, and they came up with three things. And um, one of them was turning um, arenas into voting centers yep. for for the 2020 presidential election. Um, another one was um, to get advertising spots to promote greater civic engagement um, in national and local elections. Okay. Right. And then the last one was um, to establish a social justice um, coalition that focuses on um, promoting civic engagement, um, increasing access to voting, and then advocating for meaningful police and criminal justice reform. So, you know, like you said, they, they, they use a the platform to sort of get something past that 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 would make a difference hopefully hopefully in the long term and 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 i don't you know what and obviously i would probably say the vast majority of those guys are probably gonna go left when they vote right because but that's not really the point i think what they're trying to get out there is listen we all need if if you're whether you're happy or unhappy with the with the way things currently are make your voice heard yeah and vote. just and just go vote. And it's not just presidential elections because I think the ones that matter the most are your local ones, which are the ones that we Absolutely. tend to ignore. It's your local election. It's your whatever your local, whoever your local senator, your congressman, but even your mayor, your you know your your city councilman, whoever, like all those, whoever runs your local school system. I mean, all those Dude, all I those would, people who you don't recognize when you go to vote, those guys matter. They they they're the ones who will directly impact you. Not yeah. not Trump, not Biden. That's your day to day life and your town is greatly impacted by those local dude i would say that president matters the least yeah it's so your it local really, oh, absolutely really does. It, it does it really does and i think you know and you'll hear people say like oh your vote the votes don't matter because of the way our system is set up if your vote didn't matter they wouldn't try so hard to suppress to people from voting yeah. yeah and then try hard to get them they spend billions of dollars to get people to vote for you if it didn't matter they wouldn't do that so it, it it's just one of these things where you just go um you've I, I feel like okay they, they use that platform and now i think everybody who's as outraged who who has uh been tweeting and you're posting on stuff now go do your job and go vote go vote in your local election um you know stop being 
you know, social media activists, like get out there and do something about it, which I think is what these guys did. Um, but it's so funny, man. You hear so many of the people like shut up and play basketball and shut up and this and that. I'm like, bro, go stick to accounting. Like what the fuck are yeah, you right? Like, if we took that same stance with everything, like it's so stupid. Like, a, you know, and, and this is so not good for me, man, because it's so toxic. I'll sit there sometimes and I'll read comments that people and just the most vile racist shit man that they'll say like like I, you know like i follow like oh nba is boycotting right like it might be an espn post and then i'll just start reading all the comments on that post oh yeah that's the wrong it's move it's so bad man it's so bad because i fight the <laughs> urge to not like respond and it, the, uh, it, listen i'm gonna tell you right now if you have a president's name as your twitter handle grow the fuck up dude like i've seen so many people with like trump loves blah 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 or at you know trump love or at biden you know whatever but and you're just like your handle is the fucking president or uh, some politician like i think we talked about the other day at what point is that a mental illness man like i look at this shit the same way i look at like those like religious fanatics or like the the crazy guy at the corner every town has that crazy guy at the corner with the speaker yelling out crazy shit like that's 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 these guys who are about like if you're that much into politics it's your twitter handle is some political figure or yeah. like conservative Bobby six six two like grow the fuck up Bobby like, like it's so you know I, I just I find I find I'm baffled that like I, I did understand when when Barack won you know that 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 meant a lot to a lot of people you know obviously for being the the, the first black president right so and I understand why that meant a lot to so many people but. I've voted, like I said, I've voted both party lines. I've just never been that happy, regardless of who won. Yeah, I get, I don't get, like it's because my life never, never really changed, no matter who was in office. No, I think to your so point, the Barack know. was so historic right. that you felt great living yep. through that. Right, it was so different, and, and it was almost like for a lot of people, it, it sort of it, it brought hope, whether that hope was whether that hope was realized or not. It it brought hope at the time. Yeah, of course. It 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 Yeah, it represented a time where you went, Oh, snap, like someone who who looks like me made it. Like someone brown, someone black, someone like what like it just brought this thing of wow, we we finally turned this corner as a country where a black man can be president. Like thirty years ago I couldn't share a water fountain with him and now one is running the country. Like I think at that time it was one of these and maybe it was forty years ago, not thirty, but it was it was probably like 50. It just felt like progress. Yeah, probably. But it just felt like progress at that time, right? Yeah. And then um and it just feels like ever since then, it's like all the 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 like racist or just because the people tend to hide behind the blue and the red. But it's just like after that, it was just okay to people be like, all right, man, we gave the black eye a shot. Like, come on, for God's <laughs> sakes. Like, and then it just oh, they just came out of the woodworks, man. Like it was like, I remember, like, I mean, you knew there were racist people out there, but it has gotten to a different level. And maybe it's just because it's so amplified now with, with the well, access we have. Very, it is very amplified now. Like I said, like you said, with, with social media and stuff like that, like, you're getting you're getting people's opinions in your face that you wouldn't, would not normally get. Yeah, it's just so nuts, man. Like, even how they treated the um, the kid who, who shot up the, the protesters in... Uh, uh yeah 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 and i read all the like first off man like you read the comments again i i don't know why i do this to myself i read the comments that's, of like people torture, defending bro. him 
Like, oh, he's defending property. Like, what a true patriot. Like, and I'm like, wait, so you He wasn't even from there. No. Where was it? You told me before. He I was even from he Illinois. Drove, from Illinois. He drove I what think two his, hours, I think three his hours? His mother drove him over there, something like that, man. And 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 he went over there. Now, I, I did see the video. The guy was getting attacked, right? So you go, so 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 I do go, yo, you're getting attacked? Yeah, self-defense. But then I just go, all right, bro, at like you weren't there. You're 17 years old. You don't own property. As a matter of fact, to 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 use an AR-15, to my knowledge, and 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 my 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 gun folks, correct me if I'm wrong. It has to be like to protect your house or your business. Like you can't just walk the streets. He went fucking hunting. And <laughs> That's he went. I mean, like, what did you think was gonna happen when you went out there? You know, amongst those folks, and I'm 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 sure mentally. The guy, and I wasn't, I'm sure he's not the only one, but the guy probably went out there going, I'm helping the police. Matter of fact, the guy was like a, he, he was like a former, like a, like a junior cadet for the police officer or something like that. And so he definitely had that, you know, like, and, and he always like social media stuff was like, I backed the blue and right. So I think his, his intent was not to go out and massacre people. I don't think that was the guy's intent, no. but at at 17 years old, A, you don't own property, you don't own a business, you shouldn't be walking the street with an AR-15 amongst amongst protesters that you don't agree with that could incite any kind of further violence. Yeah, like, I, if he was black, does he make it six feet into that walk down the street with an AR-15? Like, hang on. Dude, I think if he was black with an AR-15, and if, if roles were reversed... He would have got shot oh, by, of course. not only by the cops, but by some other person some that would have been him. carrying out there. Yeah. You know what I think, though, man? I blame this on the schools being closed. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had school shooter written all over him. And we didn't give him that outlet. So he decided to take it upon himself. <laughs> See, sometimes you got to give people an outlet. This fucking guy, like... <laughs> do you know what tripped me out man is like the people defending him are the same people like who were mad about riots and the loots and stuff like that i'm like so you're okay uh, it's not okay for you to protest a murder by destroying property but i'm allowed to murder to protect property like it's so half-assed like backwards like it just doesn't because, make sense man because you because it's the people that go all these protesters and what the, not the all the non-peaceful protesters and the rioters like you guys are wrong. And it's the same, like, and, and it's like judging. So they, they judge this whole movement on, on the bad apples, right? The quote unquote bad apples. But then don't like, and they will make the argument all day that, oh, the cops, there's just a few bad apples, but yet they let the few bad apples on the BLM movement define the entire thing. Right. Like, it's so hypocritical. And I don't know why I get so like, like bent out of shape about this shit, man, stop, because stop I'm, I'm giving people too much credit. Stop man. reading you the comments. how dude. stupid most people are. <laughs> like, dude, stop, stop reading the comments. I need man. to, man. This is, this is not good for me, bro. <laughs> I get so fired up and then I'm like, I'm going to get murdered one day because I'm going to say the wrong thing to some fucking, some Dylan Sprouse or whatever. Like, I don't, what's, I don't even know his name. It doesn't even matter. Dylan Sprouse is a kid from Disney. I'm, I'm sorry, Dylan. But but some it's just all the school shooters' names of Dylan. <laughs> no, no, you know we won't even say his name on this program. No, we, we I don't care. Him, we won't, if you want to, if you want to look him up, um, look up like uh, I don't know, 
protest shooter. Nah, yeah, no. I hope seventeen year old protest shooter. I hope he gets convicted and they killed his kid and we don't spend taxpayer money keeping him alive till he's sixty seven and giving him a humane lethal injection fucking forty seven years from now. Like so dumb. So dumb. All right, man. Off of that shit, man. <laughs> Listen, let's get into some some better shit. Get off my soapbox. X XFL's coming Ooh. back, baby. What's up? XFL, bro. First off, he got this shit on sale. Fifteen <laughs> Million. If you don't was know, was it even Rock, fifteen? I thought it was like twelve. It's, it might have been. It's, yeah, yeah, it's it might have been like fifteen. That. I don't know. But the Rock bought the Rock and his group, which we'll get into in a second. It bought the XFL, which was actually entertaining. Like uh, the last iteration of that season, I thought was fantastic. I loved it. They did what we talk about all the time, which is mic up players, yeah. and you can hear them like talking. And on the sideline, you throw a pick, and they're like, "What happened there?" And then you know, you get the quarterback. Like his reaction immediately after immediately. yeah. You know what was so great, good. man? To watch the to watch like the um the 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 what do you call them? The guys that do the interviews. Yeah. And so sometimes it would be like guys or in mostly it's women, right? Because yeah. obviously, because sex sells. So they'll send the woman to the bench of the QB that just do the pick, and she has to get his initial reaction, and you can tell she's uncomfortable asking the question, right? Like like this guy, he's talking to this guy who's pissed off. I had a mistake you just made. Um, but no, that, so it was genius, man. Can you imagine if Jameis Winston, if we had that for Jameis Winston, <laughs> and those games he throws like six picks? Like, they what would, happened that time? They would just sit down at the bench and just wait for him to come back. <laughs> like, so Jameis, uh, what happened on that throw? He'd be like, I couldn't see him. <laughs> it looked blurry. His jersey looked red. <laughs> it had red in it. Like, Jameis, you guys are wearing white today. <laughs> Is that are we? Is that why? <laughs> Shout out to Jameis Winston, Yo, man. man. He got his eyesight corrected, so we're looking for big things from him from in uh in uh in in New Orleans. But one of the things I was uh, hella proud of, man, is that so the Rock's business partner in this is is uh, Danny Garcia or or Danny Garcia. I don't know how to say, it, but which is like his ex wife, ex wife, right? And who's his manager? Who's also it's oddly enough her current husband is his trainer. So obviously they have like a really like good a relationship. Like, like a, yeah, like a big triangle. But his empire is essentially run by her. She's the CEO of that whole empire. Oh. Um, so she essentially becomes the first not only woman owner of a sports league, not a team, a league, but she's Latina. So yeah. she's the first Latina owner or Latin of a of a sports league. I, I was yep. like, this is. And dude, awesome. she she did like a bunch of movies, right? I mean, not not like 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 she was sort of like I don't know. Yeah, her company. Her, her company, yeah, her company right. did movies. Like, it did like movies. 41 like, feature films, yeah. dude. So movies that included things like, and, and it's funny because a lot of these movies, or a lot of the big, the really big ones included The Rock. Oh, The Rock, right? of course, yeah. So it's like Baywatch, um, Jumanji 1 and 2, uh, Rampage, uh, Shazam, and then, which he wasn't in that one, but then uh, also Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, that's big. Like, those, are all, those are all under her. So, you know, kudos to her. And then the other guy that's part of this is uh, Jerry, Jerry Cardinal. Cardinal, I believe is that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, obviously, not 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 a big name, but definitely a big money. Yep, clearly, right. But fifteen mil is it's so genius, man, because it's so low risk for him. Like the Rock, I'm I haven't looked this up, but I'm gonna assume the Rock has to be worth like three four hundred million dollars, easy, and. And he's probably going to get a billion for his tequila in a few years anyway. So $15 million for The Rock is chump change. So to get this league for that, and sure, they're going to have to invest capital. And especially in today's world, where you don't really know if the live sports thing is is the in-person stuff is going to come back right away. But he has probably six months to figure out. He doesn't have to run the league until spring. Um, 
And it was a good product. It was entertaining. It doesn't have to compete with the NFL. It can supplement the NFL, right? Football season's over. You get this. I was actually watching games. So I was, was watching happening. them. They, they were good. And there was actually a few a few guys in there, a few sort of prospects. Yeah. Like, it was actually a good brand of football. Yeah. It wasn't like whenever they try these other little leagues. You're well, just when they like, tried that for the first time, it wasn't. Oh, uh, it wasn't good. The only thing I liked about the first time was when they had they had they let the players have whatever oh, they nicknames. wanted nicknames. Yeah, remember he hate me. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had to have them try to kill each other, and then we watched. Right, because we're like, oh, he might lose a finger today. I'm watching that because <laughs> they took out the rules, so it was like playing. And you remember NFL Blitz, like the football. Game. <laughs> it was like real life version of that. Um, but man, shout out to those guys, man. Did just. It's such a low risk, high reward move, man. Fifteen mil and what you're gonna get out of that, dude. And and I think the respect that someone like The Rock carries. Obviously, he's not gonna run the day to day operations all the time. You figure Danian and that team is, is gonna do that, and they'll hire execs and stuff. But I think with his name behind it, his backing, it automatically gets it to another level of um of of popularity that he's gonna get because yeah. people for whatever reason man rock isn't the best actor out there but he's so charismatic and he's so fun that all his like i watch all his movies like i like and, so I. and clearly people do right he doesn't have a single box office flop like it's crazy you, dude when he first started acting when he sort of left wrestling and got into acting i didn't like his movies i think he did like was it like scorpion king i wonder yeah. was one of his first ones and i was like oh man like he's not really that good but kudos to him for for sticking through it. He's yeah. definitely gotten better and, for sure. and, and actually gotten to a point where I do enjoy his movies. Do I think that I'm gonna go and find some like some like you know he's he's not like a Denzel or 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 Jamie Fox. Or, oh, but you're you know gonna I mean? get action. Like you're gonna get fun. You're gonna mindless, get fun like, action yeah. movie. Yep. And oddly enough, my favorite rock movie is probably his worst acted one ever. Which one? Walking Tall. The that's one with that's pretty bad. But Johnny it, it, Knoxville. It's, it's entertaining, it's entertaining though man i love that movie and anytime it's on like i'm flipping channels and i see it, i'm like damn it i'm gonna watch it and i'm like and i know what's gonna happen and i'm like and it's so bad and i think johnny knoxville is like his boy in it yeah <laughs> i don't know if it was that one that they, there's another one that he does i believe with um what's the guy's name sean spell with it's like s-e-a-n-n oh, yeah 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 uh uh that uh, one that the, one's the good. guy from american pie yes yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. St- uh, stifler stifler <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my god. I don't know, but that but that one is for as a it's a funny one as well. So good luck to those guys. Yeah, good and luck and that, I man. really do like I really loved when that when that thing came on. Um I watched the first the first iteration of XFL. Um didn't like it so much. It wasn't really a good brand of football. This one they were more prepared. Um and, and they came out and and I really loved what they were doing. I was sorry to see it go. Obviously the pandemic affected them tremendously. Um, and so definitely looking forward to this, you know, this 3.0 version yeah, of, of, exactly. of XFL, man. So we'll see. And if anybody's going to figure it out, it's going to be him. He'll surround himself with with super talented people who are going to make the right call there, man. Yep. All right, man. Um, did you see Elon Musk? See Dude, that I boy missed Elon it. I've been wanting week? to watch it, man. Uh, the, the, because, you know, I'm a fan of this Neuralink what? thing. So you're going to have to you're going to have to fill me in, man. <laughs> All right. So um, this week. So those of you who don't know, Elon Musk own, owns several companies, one of which is, is a company called Neuralink. And, and what they're doing is developing a chip that can be placed inside of your brain. And the, the chip is probably the size of about a quarter or so. It's about, it's about that size. Um, the depth of it is, is, is not even as, it's not even as deep as your skull. So essentially, take a piece of your skull out. They put this chip in and, and actually... Um, like your hair, like but they put the scalp back on, and your hair grows over it, and like you would never know. You never know it's there. You never know that it's there. 
Um, but essentially what it does is it, 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 it places these, uh, I would call them like microfiber um, electrodes, right, into your brain. And so what the, the, the surgery that's going to do this is, is it's going to be a robot and it's going to take a scan of your brain. And so it makes sure that it misses any like major arteries as it sort of plugs these electrodes into your brain. But the, but the initially what, what, what they wanted to do is to correct any, anything that's maybe like a, a spinal cord injury. Um, but also to, to treat things like dementia, um, um, Parkinson's disease, things like that. And so this week was a, was a big, uh, sort of press conference for, for, for him. And what he did was he had, uh, implanted in, into a pig. And so in this press conference, he brings out three pigs. One of them doesn't have it. Okay. And, and I think the reason for the reason why they brought out the three. So there was like one that doesn't have it, one that has it, and then one that had it and then had it removed. Okay. Right. And so obviously the one that, the one that doesn't have it, it was brought out because they, they wants the, everybody to see that, Hey, the other two pigs act just like this one. And so when they brought out the one with the chip in it, um, based on what the pig was doing. So like they would try to give it food and he would smell it and you could see the chip was reading, um, the brain, the brain, uh, like I guess, I guess the brain elect electrodes firing. So, uh, so, and, and then what the chip does is it goes, it basically learns like, Hey, whenever, whenever the brains fire this way, this is when this leg goes forward. This is when this leg goes back. So it learns and it can predict like what that next move is going to be. So I guess theoretically, if you lose that, then you use this in its place. Then you use this in its place because it's going to know I, I need the electric activity because your brain's mostly electricity exactly. and sparks. I, I need to replace that electric yep. connection essentially at, in this part of the brain. Yes. You may have so, so many questions. So, right? No, but, but, but if you think about it, right? So if you take, it, take it into a human, right? Whenever we're sitting down and, and, and we go to raise our hand, right? That, that, that's an electric pulse or electric pulses in our brains that fire down and say hey you know raise my hand so if if you're if the section of your brain that is responsible for that no longer works because of say a stroke then you could insert this chip into that area and then now it starts to fire again it's replacing a blown fuse yeah essentially and now there's like right there's like there's sort of like future causes for this thing um, where where he gets like he gets into like you know what what I call like Star Trek type stuff where he's like you know what eventually you'll be able to like download memory and then like after you if you lose your memory you can kind of restore it and dude I was thinking like That's insane. so like think about if, if if you got to download your memory right on let's say onto like some kind of hard drive yeah. computer you can look at it how many how many of those memories are you going like Yep, that can stay gone. Yep, delete, <laughs> control, up, delete. Like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that can stay All gone. All these moments that, that you're like, gone. yeah, I don't want to relive the trauma. Don't <laughs> <laughs> relive the trauma of that one. The rest of this stuff, we can bring it all, bring it all back. Yo, what on some Minority Report shit? How much? How long into that before that becomes like admissible in court? What if you're someone like now you can prove you're like right. you know how you 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 pick someone out of a lineup right yep. and if they go no let's just let's just get a download of the memories from that day right. and you and you watch the memories and you go oh yep there's the guy 
Like, that's going to be so... And you know, it's, it's going to happen. Because 15 years ago, when he said he was going to make cars electric, we laughed. Like, oh, you're never going to need gas. This guy's on drugs. Like, and then the only drugs, and he made them drive themselves. <laughs> like, Yep. And, like, and, they, and they're really good at it, too. And they're really damn good at it. And I, and, la- and I saw he's working on a battery for an all-electric airplane as well. Really? So, And he wants to be a mass producer for the batteries. I think this is so genius, man. <laughs> when it, it's a theory I have. I think Elon doesn't really give a shit about the cars. I think what Elon wanted to do was prove the concept and then make money off of the technology, which would have been the battery power. And then he goes and becomes like a battery company. Like Tesla just become the full blown. Like I think he, uh-huh. no one was willing to risk the like, let me create cars. And maybe he's so far into this that you have to leave Tesla as a car company, right? You but, absolutely have to. But have I you go, seen their stocks? I want, shit. <laughs> that's a whole, not, I'm mad. You know what? I don't even talk about that right now. I'm salty. So they, uh, he, like he had the he had the proof he's proven the concept right so no one was going to be like hey if he said hey i can make a battery right like people would be like all right cool but he didn't have the car to try it out on right because at the end of the day this is a, a battery technology so he makes the battery he makes the cars and then now everyone is has to compete and everyone is making electric vehicles now so, so you now f- he's he's a battery supplier yeah so i, I figure i go at some point in time does he just bow out and go i'll make all of you guys a battery my i tech? don't think so man i think that the, he's got so many ideas to sort of make mankind better at least in his view right and so even with this so some someone asked him at the at the con- at the press conference like hey like is this going to be like uber expensive and he goes, yeah, initially it is going to be expensive. He goes, but eventually, um, I hope that this will that this won't cost any more than LASIK surgery, which is and and he and he said he said even the the, the parts that they're using to make the chip are some of the parts can be found in cell phones. So one of the things that it does is um, it actually it has to be charged. So so it runs so it runs essentially for like a day. And it has to be charged. So every night you go to sleep and you got to yeah, charge it. You charge it up, right? And and it's very like 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 a wireless charging. What happens if it dies? <laughs> I just want to know. That's what. You know what I was just. You know what I thought of right away was the. You know in Matrix when they unplug them. <laughs> 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 or like or whoever hasn't seen Matrix, have you seen like Avatar and they like they like wake them up yeah. and the thing and, and their body <laughs> just freaking like falls. Like what if you're like what if you're using the chip because you're like. You know, like you've lost the ability to walk, and, and then you mid, and then you jog. go like you go like you forgot. I forgot to charge it last night, <laughs> or you didn't have your cell phone, and so you didn't know what a battery level was. <laughs> and you mid jog, and you just face plant. Yeah, I'm just, and then you can't you can't call nobody. Nope, because you can't talk. Somebody's gonna <laughs> find you, and you're just gonna be sitting there. Yo, I, I guess at that point you give him one of those like life alert bracelets that like go off. Like, should this thing hit the ground, like you beep, and then maybe like you know how you give the old folks the bracelet with their address on it. Yeah. Like, do you just give them something like I have a chip, please charge me. <laughs> I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> like, plug me in for fifteen minutes. Bro. I'll fill you in on what happened, dude. Or you have like a, <laughs> you have like a family member that you come home from work and they just lay it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. What to, happens if you mid swallow? You eat. You forgot to charge the chip, and you forgot to charge, and you're mid swallow, and then suddenly it just, and you just like, yo, there's, so, so, you trying to tell me this dude could put a chip in your brain, but he can't figure out a way to like charge it with your electrons, dude. I I would think you figure at some point by the time this is like mass 
mass, you know, mass produced. And but so he did get what was it? It was like that the FDA gave him some uh, what the hell is it called? Like the preliminary kind of uh, a breakthrough device designation. Okay, which is basically like allows him to kind of fast track it to 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 the world. Dude, if you can't walk right now, like. I'm absolutely. I don't putting know the risks, in, but yeah, like, what do you have to lose? Absolutely putting it in. I, and we talked about this. I Yo, think what a if few he does ago. it with Jacob Blake, bro? Like, the talk is that he's paralyzed. Oh, yeah. What if you use him as the first like test case? If obviously, if Jacob would have to agree to that, right? How nuts would that? And be, if you're man? Jacob Blake, why wouldn't you? Yeah. What do you have to lose? I would. I'd do it right now without anything wrong with me. <laughs> I mean, that we know of. There's a lot of stuff wrong with me, but I can move my legs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, but I, I know, and, and I didn't I didn't read this in the, and he didn't say this in, in his press conference, but but previously um, he had said that like long-term, you could use this thing, not only to sort of like download your memory, but you could also use it to actually like learn stuff, right? Upload. Uh, you want to you learn a language. You want to learn how to, you know, almost like very Matrix-like. So it's going to give you a competitive advantage if you have one. Well, that that's you his, get to that stage. I think I think his his like overall thing is like eventually um, artificial intelligence, right? Will will essentially continuously once once they get smart enough, they will build better versions of themselves, which will then be a detriment to mankind, potentially. So this would this would basically save us from that because we would have an advantage. Yeah, I think the yeah, it's like the whole playing God thing. But again, if you can morph into a better version of whatever this is, why why would why not? You? Yeah, why not? Like you you know, there's gonna be you people against it. But again, man, if you tell me twenty years from now, forty actually, I mean, I'm thirty three. So you told me forty years from now, whatever, I'm losing my memory and all stuff, and I gotta implant this chip on my brain. Like, can you imagine a world where like Alzheimer's doesn't exist or Parkinson's or or being uh, paralyzed? You know you that's just Dude, that's all you insane. man i've had you know i've had family recently pass from you know from things like dementia i've had family that have passed you know in many years ago from dementia and if this could help like there's there's absolutely no way that i'm not that i'm not doing that yeah there's no way i, I yeah man this is crazy you know what i love is like people like oh i'm just gonna put chips have you seen this like where they talk about this or like how the government wants to track like did you see that company that um Actually, it might be in Wisconsin. I can't, but they're basically putting like a rice sized chip in your hand and it's like your key pass to get in and out of the building. But you can also load it with like money to use in this in the company cafeteria and all this stuff. Oh, OK. So they're doing it with their employees because I think this is what they're going to sell. So they're kind of using themselves like, and people are like outraged, like, oh, there's a tracking device. Like you'd never put this thing like meanwhile, we walk around with this, like with our cell phones. Every day that tracks every and any they just, like, <laughs> things get introduced slowly. Yeah. And then it just becomes normal. We're not going to have devices eventually, dude. It's going to be part of your body. We're so married to our technology, especially our, our phones, right? Our computers, our tablets, our yeah. stuff. We're so ingrained in that stuff. Like it's going to be part of us at some point in time. They're going to put it in your body and yep. you're going to be like, oh, and you're going to be like, this is awesome. And you're going to be like, this is amazing. <laughs> you're going to be like, this yep. is incredible. Like, I'm scrolling in the air. I got vis- like stuff in my head, like a movie I can watch. It's in there. Like it's, it's going to be I just nuts. close my eyes. Yeah. I just close my eyes and guess what? I'm watching season three of, you know what I'm saying? No, but I mean, e- Elon is, is definitely, you know, a guy that's definitely leaving his carbon footprint, you know, Dude. disrupting the, the the world. I mean, it's not it's not even just one industry, right? Disrupting the world. 
And speaking of disrupting the world, man, Google is now doing some like de- almost like a like a Google degree. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this before. Dude, we talk where, about this all the time. Yeah. Where, where the universities are are going to lose their competitive advantage at some point. I think it's already happening. Yeah. The fact that many too many uh, people are graduating from there with graduating from universities with with uh, in debt. With like massive amounts of debt, I have a I have a good friend, uh, not even a good friend of mine. He's a family member of mine, who he and I joke. I always I call him Big Money uh, because of his because he's a, he's a lawyer. But he always goes, "Yeah, right, dude. I got two mortgages, you know, one for my house and one for my and one for my school." And I and I and we talked about that one time, and and he broke it down, and he's like, "Dude, like it's it's stupid. It's like a six the, figure loan that yeah, never goes like, away. I could have I could have bought another house with what you know with what I spent on 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 college. So Google steps in, right? And they're making they're making a um, a Google school essentially that'll take six months, and they're going to teach you skills that you need in the workplace. And they've already. They've already partnered with like over, I want to say over like 50 different partners, but but like they include big names like Walmart and Intel and Sprint, Bank of America, Best Buy, Hulu, right? So Toast, college you, system. You're already like, because you know, you'll, you get the, and, and, and I've already, I can kind of see it like the folks that sort of are, are pro-university, you go, well, there's things in the university that, that you're not going to be able to get there. Okay, if you're going to be like a doctor or a lawyer. There are definitely some things that you're going to need more than six months of school for. Hands down. Like, I get it. But I, but I can tell you, man, that so even I'll just use myself as, as an example. So I went to four-year university um, and, and I did well there, right, and got my degree. But I will say that I learned the vast majority of what I know on the job. Same. Like, hands down. It's not even close. There's nothing that I reference day to day that I learned in school. No, not one. Thing. I learned you learn more concepts, and and yes, did we do you know did we do projects, and yes, did it get your feet wet? Absolutely, but I mean the vast majority of what I know that I can take on to another another job essentially is what I've learned on the job. Dude, if you think about, I'm gonna go to school for four years to learn marketing, to learn these skills that are gonna be obsolete by the time I graduate. Or I could spend six months on this program and the cost of it was super cheap and then get a job immediately. It's employable and I can use the concepts right away, which benefits me and my employer or my startup if I want to start my own business. Why wouldn't you do that? And like, why would you waste? Like the only the only thing that school now has is the social aspect of it. Right. I can go have a social life anywhere like the I, the idea that too that I'm gonna get myself into sixty seventy thousand dollar debt to get a degree in art history or philosophy it's so stupid like we wouldn't give someone a loan for fifty grand to start a business at eighteen but we give but them one to go to, to go school. to school it's the only thing that's not forgiven if you file for bankruptcy right I think that and maybe medical I'm not even sure if medical is in there but I'm not sure but student loans don't go away and they're backed by the government and so then. And there's no incentive because they're all state run. So like if I'm a school, there's no incentive for me to offer you a better product to come here because my money is almost always guaranteed because they're federally backed 
student loans like it's so it's such a fucked up system like i'm just waiting for them to pass some type of legislation and basically say like uh all oh, the google stuff is you like it's not it. accredited or you can't do it right. or because you're gonna have to protect because i think covid was a threat to you know, the university system because i think a lot of people saw like why am i paying all this money to go to the school because it has a like you know like we've been on the campus here the local campus it's a beautiful campus but that's why you're paying all that money because it has a cool la fitness in it type thing because it has a <laughs> rock climbing wall like you don't need that shit in a school. Like, so yeah, there's, 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 there's definitely benefits to doing something like that as a social aspect of it. But if you told me, Hey, you could pay a hundred grand and you guys get a rock climbing wall, or you could pay five grand and you just get your degree and graduate. How many of us are picking the five, picking grand? the five grand. It's just, it's stupid. It's, it's so long overdue and it's the next bubble that's going to burst. Uh, you know, like we saw it with the housing crisis. It absolutely You're will. You're going to see that happen with student loans. There's just no way. So but. let me ask you. So if we do, so we've had like vocational schools around for years. The only thing I could think of where this would be sort of better is, is right. The name, the, that, that Google name is, 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 is really worldwide. It's not even, I can't even say this. It's nationwide. It's worldwide. Right. So if you get a, what I would, what I would be more interested in is, how many of those folks is Google hiring? That would be interesting. That'd be interesting. They to hire know, their own, right? Now you right. go, you can work for a, a Fortune. What Google's probably Fortune twenty or whatever. I mean, Google's up there, I'm not so sure, but it's got to be up. Yeah, but yeah. So you go, you can go six months and then come work here. I think so. You, you said something just before. It was a good point. The, there's always been vocational schools, right? The problem is, is there's a stigma with vocational school, yeah. right? As a society, we've put this value on this education. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, yeah, right? It it's really bullshit. Is. We force people to go to school and it's like, you're a loser, right? Because what's the first thing people ask you if they first meet you? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? It's the first question out of everybody's mouth. It irks me to my core. Like I hate when people ask me that and I'll say the most, the most stupid bullshit sometimes if it's someone that like, I know I'm not going to have to like kind of entertain for a long time or that I'm never going to speak to again. I, I just start making up professions, dude. Like it just like just the most obscene, just craziest shit because it's, like I grow rosemary for, yeah, um, for my drinks. Pretty much. <laughs> I feel like I make specialty ice for cocktails and they're like, just look at me like what? Like, <laughs> but it's like. The problem with is that, and we and we do it as a society. We put pressure on our kids, and we put pressure on ourselves, and we put pressure to to go like, oh, you can't go to like Devry, right? Because like that's lights frowned upon, or you can't go to you know. Uh, and they're uh, really expensive, by the way. Yeah, and that's the other part of that is that they're not cheaper. So you go Devry rips people off. So do all these vocational schools. So if you actually made it affordable, and then we stopped as a society going like, oh, you're a mechanic. Oh, you're this, you know, like, it's like, yeah, I'm a mechanic. Like, so like, that's what I like to do. That's what I want to do. That's, but we put this value on, on this title, right? Like if, if someone doesn't say something and it's not some kind of white collar, you know, office job, we're like, oh, like it's, and so we do it to ourselves, man. It's, it's the judgment thing we were talking about before. Uh, uh, I think that was before we got on the air where we go, we're so worried about other people's perception of us yeah. that we do shit that makes us miserable or puts us in debt. And I, I don't know. For nothing. For nothing, man. That's it. And you know what else, man? It's like, and, and I think companies are moving away from it now, but having that as a requirement to even interview, right? If you don't even have a four-year degree, a lot of yeah. companies won't interview. And I know that a lot of companies are stepping away from that now. It's a master's now, man, for some. Yeah. I've seen jobs with asking for a master's, and I'm like, you're, you're paying $52,000 a year. Like, what are you expecting? <laughs> like, you want a master's, and you're going to pay me 52 grand a year? Like, 
it's it's insulting. Like I, it's just mind boggling to me. And now the MBA and the master's is like the high school diploma. Like remember at one point in time having a bachelor's is like I ain't got a high big, school diploma. Yeah. Now the master's thing is like everywhere you see everybody's got like MBA, da, 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 all these like everyone's worried about the the initials right after the name or all the credentials. Like you see it now even on LinkedIn. You look at people and they're like yep. they have all these mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue what a CM is or a CEM or a CIR and all this shit that people put on there. I'm like I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm guessing maybe it's industry specific, so someone will get it. But it, you know what I'm interested in? It's so in, though? pointless to me. I'm interested in knowing. So if the Google thing takes off, do other big companies like like this? Facebook does, is right behind. Does it, Facebook? Does Apple come back in? Right or or any? Forget about them. Those, those are the big right. Twitter, Facebook, Apple. Do you know does Dude, LinkedIn Learning? Have you done LinkedIn Learning? I have. I've seen it, but I have no. I've not. Done it's it. phenomenal. Really, the stuff that they. T- it's phenomenal. I've, I've done stuff on LinkedIn Learning that was immediately helpful to my role. Really, immediately helpful. Whether it was um, some kind of programming thing uh, within Excel, writing uh, macros or Visual Basic, or I mean, immediately usable. Whereas I went to college and I know I took Excel classes and I took, you know what? I don't remember any of the shit in there and I end up Googling it anyway. Like it's, it's so pointless, man. Like there are some things, I think there's some soft skills that you get from school, like maybe some writing skills that you get from school of, of I would say like, compose. you know what, for, for me, man, like I think it was presenting, like talking in front of people, right? Presenting your ideas or presenting a project or what have you. I, I remember that, you know, me having to sort of practice it, it didn't come naturally to me. Um, so I remember, I remember that sort of serving me well. Um, but other than that, it was really, I mean, skills wise on the job. Yeah. Most of us don't learn in school, man. We memorize. Like we don't learn anything. You you memorize it so that you can pass the test and immediately you wipe it. If the, if our brain the chip was in there, we would delete that folder. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, pre calc, delete. Never gonna use that again. Like, like it, it's so bizarre to me, man. I'm I'm so glad because we've been talking about this for years. Yeah, said, like the that the school like system in trouble. Like it's, it's coming. coming. Yeah, we we've, we've probably been talking about this five years, maybe more. That that's coming. Um, I wonder all the time, like, and I and I still believe this to be true. By the time my kids go to college and they're about first one's about eight years away, the next one about twelve years behind that, this, the college system won't exist in its current format today. Um, and honestly, man, I don't I don't know that I'm going to be that guy to like go, hey, you have to go to college, like to my kids. I think I'm just going to go. What do you want to do? Like, figure out what do you want to do, and then we'll figure out what you have to do. Um, because again, I don't want to hold this this college thing over their head that. There's so many things that you can do. And like we've seen it, there's this world now where people are doing what they love and making a living doing it. Right. Um, and it doesn't didn't involve school, right? There's there's, yeah. there's streamers, there's gamers, all kind of stuff, which takes me to something. Did you see Ben Simmons and um, Bronny, LeBron James's son? They got signed by, by one FaZe, of, which is one FaZe, of the biggest esports companies yep. around. Uh, esports is going to blow up, man. If, if people, if you buy stock, find anything and kind of esports stuff and start because esports is the next wave. I mean, we saw Logic retire yeah. to go do Twitch. We, I mean, the next wave of, of entertainment. I never in my life thought I would sit there and watch people play video games. I find myself doing it all the time. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not a gamer, but like my kids are. And, and, and like, I don't knock them for it because they're watching, like, they're essentially watching these, these esports guys. Like I watched NFL and NBA and MLB players, you know, growing up and going like, wow, look at these guys. Like they're on TV, like they're, they're famous and they're great athletes and whatever. These guys, they're watching these guys like 
like like they're the celebrities. Yeah. They're the money makers and and they're having like super fun. Yeah. Right? And they're like, having fun like doing this. They're like they make a living doing that. Right. Like all the crap remember that go play outside. <laughs> like remember growing up go play outside. Dude. It's like and I'm guilty of that too, man. I was always forced yeah, my so kids to, to to kind of go outside but but over the, I would say probably over the last 3 to 4 years, man, I've I sort of stepped back and I and I go, you know what? Like Yes, you still got to do school and I still want you to do well. And I, I sort of make it more about the effort they put in now versus, versus the grades. Um, but this video game thing, and, and it's not just that. It's like they're, they're, they're not only playing video games, but they're, they're recording their games. They're editing their content. They're creating pages. Um, they've got channels. They've got YouTube channels. They've got Twitch channels. They've got followers. And so they're into this whole world that didn't even exist 20 years ago. No. And so who am I to knock it, right? I don't know. I can't even say if that's going to work for them. It's not going to work for them. But hell, I got to let them try. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I'm guilty of that too, man, of the of the couple outside and, and being annoyed. Like, man, you've been on this tablet all day or yeah. video game all day. And I, and I caught myself being a hypocrite a few times um, because one of the things I always thought, like, you you should take whatever your kids like. And for a lot of parents, right, like we hold on to if our kid's good at basketball or football or whatever, right? And you try to nourish that because, you know, the idea is like, oh, they can get a scholarship. or right. Right? right. Like we... As a society, we tend to push that way. And I feel like as parents, your job is to, if your kid shows an interest in something, and we all know it's going to be phases, right? This is going to be the flavor of the week. You nurture that because you don't know. Like, I always think of people like, we say, like, Tiger Woods held the golf club at two. You think about how many things we took away from our kids at two that could have been their thing. Right now, like, that's probably an extreme because Tiger is kind of an anomaly. But you go... But how many things that we did we take away or did we say, like, don't spend so much time doing that where maybe that was that kid's way of showing interest and going like being really into that. And so I tend to find myself now leaning into whatever it is that they like to do. And to the point where to a fault, probably because I try to get like myself involved, like I'm going to get myself killed one of these days skateboarding and stuff because like my kids are into it. And I'm like, oh, I'll skate with you guys. And I'm like, so you're going to get a bad call from me one day. But <laughs> like when I got hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> trying to ollie over just, a garbage can <laughs> just rolling out his driveway yeah. i couldn't stop bro i you know what i don't even get into it but i damn near lost a couple teeth but yeah like it's 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 so cool and i think the yeah not only is this thing gonna disrupt that whole college system but i think then we need a disruption in how we think and i think parents like you and i and like this next generation of parents coming up are gonna understand this more and more and we're gonna go maybe college is not the thing maybe and maybe college is a thing but like on their own terms and and yeah. you know you don't want to shove it down there because i feel like if anything it, it turns people away i had such a disdain for school man like i hated school and part of it is i don't like being told what to do and so when i think back and i go maybe a lot of it was people constantly telling you that's what you needed to do um but i i've also just never felt like and obviously this isn't for everyone. I'm, I'm a self-starter for stuff. So if I show interest in something, I'll learn it on my own. I don't like being forced to sit down and go, here, right. go learn this. I can't learn that way. It's not for me. It's just- you know what I do? So I have, I have a son that's very much like that. And he doesn't doesn't like school at all. Um, so, you know, I and, and with, with all three of mine, right, I focus on on effort. And, and for him, I got to take a different spin on it where it's not just effort, but I tell him and I give him examples. And I'm like, listen, there's going to be things in life that you don't really want to do. But you have to do them and you have to do them well. And he'll be like, oh, like what? And I'll go, well, sometimes you piss me off and I don't want to be your and I don't want to be your dad. But do I ever throw you out of the house? Nope. <laughs> I let you stay here. Right. See, I'm on a couch now. <laughs> and then he said he didn't want to be my dad. 
<laughs> no, you know what? You know what's funny, man? Because I have because I have three boys. They're all so different, bro. And this one, like, I can talk that way to him, and we can laugh about it. Okay. Yeah. Whereas another one will be like, like, like that. Like what? You don't want to be my dad, <laughs> right? This, but this one, no, no, this one, he's he, he's that guy. He's the guy that, that I can that I can kind of talk to, be candid, and kind of push the push the edge a little bit, and 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 he laughs and he laughs about it. But he's also the, like he'll look at that and go like, oh uh, yeah, and I and I and I tell him like, listen, like being a parent is hard. Yeah, and and there are some super hard, and there's sometimes when you just go like, oh, like I just want to get out of here, right? Yeah. I go, but yeah. but I don't leave you on the doorstep, right? I, I stay here, and I'm and I you know I make sure that 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 you're good, and I make sure that you're fed, and I make sure that you're clothed, and you have a house, and 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 you're taken care of, no matter what. Yeah. Whether I'm in a, a horrible mood or I'm in a great mood, I go. I still have to do these things, and I go. This is what I need you to do with school. I know you don't like it. And I know you don't care that, you know, Saturn is like half a light year away or whatever, right? <laughs> He's literally told me, he goes, I don't care that Saturn is... I mean, but he has a point, right? Like, he has, no, no, unless, he has, he, unless he's Elon Musk, right? That's right. irrelevant to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, doesn't care. And so, and, no, but, and, and I get it. And I go like, listen, I get it. I just need you to put forth effort in this because this is going to train you to put forth effort into things that you may not want to do but you need to do yeah yeah i, I, th I take that same approach now too man is where i go you just have to put in the effort because then you have to know then how to go about when you do find that thing that you like you have to know kind of how then, to then, then you'll crush it yeah, exactly right when you find a thing that you like you already know how to do the, you already know how to put effort when things that you don't like when you love it you'll crush it yeah yeah, yeah no man i didn't think uh it's going to be interesting to see, man. I think the next five, 10 years uh, with that whole school system and, and how the, the kids are kind of shaping the, the next, whatever that next thing is, maybe the stuff we see today won't even exist. It'll be whatever's after this. People will be making money doing. We, we won't even know. Well, we won't even 20, know. It'll be something that doesn't now, exist right now. Yep, It'll be something that doesn't exist. even exist right now. Man. Exactly, it's, uh, it's incredible, man. But um, yeah, who we yeah, went man. long today. Yeah, some good uh, some good carbon footprints, man. Tell them where they can find us. Yeah, man, carbon footprint. Hey, uh, at the carbon footprint on Instagram and on YouTube. Same thing, the carbon footprint podcast. Um, yo, man, shout out to you guys. It's it's been awesome. Yo, shout out to to new listeners in India. I don't know if it's one of you guys, but somebody's listening a lot in India. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we just put the podcast out out there and we're getting a lot so 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 shout out to the people in india um and then also you know speaking of gaming i'm at not the fake jlo on twitch playstation and xbox so hit me up on there let's play have some fun talk smack uh you know yeah for us man, do, man at the carbon footprint on ig um is is uh, you know a place where where juan and i both check constantly we respond to everything so hit us up on there let us know if you got any show ideas um definitely hit us up with some drink ideas because yeah. we, we're trying to just have something new every week um love to hear from you guys appreciate you listening and uh i guess that's it yeah we'll see you on the next episode peace peace